Welcome, everybody, to Comedy on Edge, the podcast. This is your host, Mark Williamson, and this is another live show recorded live at the Sydney Fringe Festival. Now, there's a little bit of an issue. Basically, someone, who may or may not have been me, plugged the audio recorder into the wrong PowerPoint, and we lost the first 10 minutes of the recording. So, you're going to tune this in, and you're going to hear Jeremy Keast doing a callback to a joke that he set up earlier, but we didn't record. So, I apologize about that. Also, on the show today, we have Jeremy Keast is our guest. I'm there, Josh Cohen's there, Ryan Crawford is there, and Lester Diamond is there. It was recorded in front of a pretty full house at the Sydney Comedy Festival, which included friends of the show, Caesar Kaiser and Andrew Barnett, and I think Peter Green was there as well. So enjoy the show. The, the joke that Keasty set up was, the theme of this week's show is, music is crap, and it's basically me and Keasty bitching about modern music, um, but what the joke was, was, or the Keisty's theory is that music died with the 2000 hot, or the, the hottest 100 when Mumford and Sons topped it. After that, it's all going downhill. I kind of agreed with him when we go to that, so apologies for that, but it is a fun show. And yeah, so have a listen. Um, if you like the podcast, tell your friends, spread the love. Um, we've got a lot of listeners. That's great. We'd like a few more. Um, f- also, if you're thinking... I love comedy. I want to see some live. Why not go down? Tuesday nights, we run a show at the Chippendale Hotel. Um, it starts at 8 o'clock. It's a, you'll, see some, you'll see a lot of friends of the podcast there. It starts every 8 o'clock. Chippendale Hotel, 87 to 91 Abercrombie Street, Chippendale. Oh, that's in Sydney for all our international listeners. Um, and that runs oh, all year round up until the first Tuesday in December. All right, enough of the plugs. That's it from me, your host. Enjoy and thank you. And I guess, well, I better hit the music. Hey. Comedy on the Edge was to put on a music festival. Who would you book? You get one. You get to book one band living. John Denver. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> we could charter a plane for him, but I don't think he'll show up. Yeah, Rocky Mountain Low. Well, who? Oh, Casey, who would be your pick for the band? Well, I think you got to answer this by what band would you be in if you could be in a band? Because it's no, no. the most fun band that you want to see, I think. No, see, I disagree. I like my favorite, the band I would like to be in is different to the band I'd book for the festival. Like, everyone, I'd want to be in Tism if it was band to be in, because they're the best band to be in. Because you look good in a gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> your wife never complains, I've got to admit. <laughs> and fuck if your kids don't look like me. No, come on. Seizure <laughs> just grabs the mic out of Josh's hand. And no, no, no. Yeah. My, kids, my kids are actually good looking. Um, like I said, they look like me. And they can count past six, so they're definitely not yours. <laughs> yeah, Jack does have hair. Hey, talk to me when he's 21 and it starts losing it. <laughs> Uh, we know you're bitter, Mark. It's okay. No, it's, uh, so you, what you would you would like to be in Tism, but who yeah. would you book? Who would I book? I would probably book Jane's Addiction. Wow. To close the wow. festival. Jane's Addiction 2013. No, 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 Jane's no, no, Addiction no. 96. 96. 96. Because yeah, that's the thing. Like, the, I have to I have to say for anybody listening, the uh, the look of seriousness on the face with that question was something to behold. <laughs> it, was, it was a it was a genuine like. It was a genuine kind of ethical dilemma going on there. Well, I don't want a 60-year-old guy who looks like he's 
in an Iggy Pop lookalike competition. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? If it was me, I'd probably book Miley Cyrus into the Four Seasons. Bomb. Or <laughs> 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 well, jo- Josh, other than Tenacious D, who would you book? Uh, probably Ramstein. Okay. Mm. Be, they put a uh, killer shows on, yeah. Okay, that got some approval. That got some approval. All right. Just when we've been discussing men and boys or something. <laughs> They're coming to Australia, oh. Seizure. That's right. Oh. If they ever get through customs, that's a big if. Really? Wow. I just can't respect someone in face paint. No, 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 that's... Dude, what is it with, like, wearing wearing a mask as a band? Like, when you're on stage, you're already hiding behind a persona, and then all of a sudden you got to buy, like, a clown mask. You need or... a little bit of talent to hide behind an actual persona. If you don't have that, then, you know... I hear that to... the insane clown posse are going to be playing Hillsong. Ha, 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 ha. I hear that's where... Hey, it's an 18,000-seat arena. Come on. Come on, man. Even they wouldn't sell it. You know know they'll be playing this room here. They'll be playing this room. Dude, I don't think they could feel this. You you cannot afford to buy more than 10 tickets yourself. Insane Clown Posse is two fat white guys with Uh, No, one's fat. One's fat, thank you. Okay, sorry. And the other one's overweight. And they like... (laughs) (laughs) They like gangster rap and they're like... Dude, I loved NWA and Ice-T too because I was a bad motherfucker living in my house with my parents who took me to church every weekend. I was bad as hell. Don't worry about that. I fucked the police. I'm all about that shit until I steal my car then I'm calling the police as quick as I can. Like, seriously. <laughs> you're two fat guys who want to talk like gangsters and have to dress up in face paint. Otherwise, they'll get their asses handed to them by any actual gangster anywhere doing anything about So actually, you don't know shit because they don't do gangster rap. Oh, what kind of rap do they Clown do? rap, motherfucker. Clown rap, yeah. motherfucker. And, oh and, uh, the, the I think you abbreviate it to just crap. Ha. Ha. Hey, that's, ha. that's actually... Slow burn. Thank you. Thank you. That's like the seventh joke I've ever heard you tell. That's <laughs> Five more than you. Yeah. One for every second year. <laughs> well, who, all right, Ryan, who, who'd be your On The Edge concert? I, I, honestly, I couldn't give a shit as long as I didn't have to hang out with them. Really? Really? You've never partied with a real like, music musicians? fan here? Yeah, no. I mean, I thought the title of this podcast is "Music is Crap." I mean, the only thing dumber than music is musicians. <laughs> oh, this is oh, okay. Controversy here. Controversy. Wow. Wow, that's pretty harsh. Just I, a general like hand. <laughs> <laughs> that is a general like all musicians are dumb. Well, don't get me wrong. I'm a bad musician, so I'm like maybe mediocre. But I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I just like I don't, I don't, don't get why people need to. Uh, attach a bit of their personality to the music that they listen to. It's like people have the huge debates about it. I couldn't give a shit. Like if it sounds okay, whatever. I, whatever. Can I take his place? Yeah, I think I think I think Ryan's trying to get out of this panel here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Casey, who's your who's your well? Who's I your reckon pick? I'd have uh, I reckon I'd have Blue Juice. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, Blue Juice are uh, fun as hell. Or Blink One Eight Two, but Blink One Eight Two, nineteen ninety seven. Okay. So before Travis, no, no, no. With Travis, Travis like, was in. Travis, um, you mean before Travis was burnt? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Mid mid level Travis, like when he joined the band before he was in the plane crash. No, he wasn't. He was in it from the start. Oh uh, yeah. no, it would have been. It would have been. No, he wasn't from the start. Was like ninety eight, ninety nine. It was when I came back from overseas. You mean when Josie and Dammit were big? Uh, yeah, era. and even after that, Enema of the State, like that was really cool. And it's you know they what? Peaked. 
And you know what? Every single time that somebody gets up and says, everybody say fuck, and people go, so mature, so shit, I go, <laughs> they're saying a swear word. Like, it's funny. <laughs> I don't care. You can write the smartest joke that you've ever written in your life, and somebody says, <laughs> you've got a small dick. I go, that's funny. <laughs> like, I'm a simple man with simple wants, and what I don't want is a couple of football hooligans Without an actual job, who just came out, did a bit of coke, got lucky one time, and ended up in a band. And I seriously, I got a serious issue with siblings in bands. Siblings don't belong in bands. Siblings are fucked in bands. I challenge anybody to tell me. Yeah, just like the Kinks, right? Yeah. No, no, you don't get to. Yeah, the like, Kinks you don't, are you shit. You don't get to challenge as to why they shouldn't be in bands. No, 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 tell us why they shouldn't. Like, what's I going challenge, on? No, no, he's got a valid. Tell me, what's tell the, me a band. Tell me a band that has siblings or family members in it that is good. <laughs> Said by Jonas Holt, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, sir. We've got a question down the front. Doc, the up, hang on one second. The Beach Boys. Were they brothers? Yeah. Okay, a little bit of credit for that. I'll challenge you, uh, and, and I'll cousin. come back with, and I'll come back with the Jonas Brothers. Who else you got? BGs. I'll retaliate that with Hanson. <laughs> Who else you got? Kings of Leon. See, 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 I'd give that Kings, Kings of, Leon. of Leon. Seriously, they're actually number 15 or 16, depending on my mood, of the list of things that can suck my balls. <laughs> How about the Black Crows? Black Crows, there were siblings there? They're yeah. fucking boring. Yeah, they they're are. one of the most overrated. Wow, and they that's are coming overrated. from Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Who else you got? Doctor? The, the Cause. Oh, yeah. yeah, bang. Yeah, they're sisters. I know. Did you know I know friends? I've got friends, right? There's these two chicks I know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah, flatter yourself. You're not Facebook. included. No, no, no. It's, uh, I, got, I know two chicks who pash and they're sisters. That's right? incest. What is it? It's it? No, if they're pashing, I don't think it is. I'm not sure about the technicality. See, <laughs> see this is a debate I've got. Like, do you know Tegan and Sarah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew That's you another were. band that yeah, shouldn't if, fucking happen. Yeah, I've met them. They're, 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 yeah, they're assholes. But... If they got it on... When they listen to this podcast, Mark... <laughs> oh, they could sue me. They were rude to me. Like, I went out and... Hey, I'm a big fan. And they just snubbed me. So, fuck them. Well, you're a big fan. Well, I was. Until they were good. That's they all I heard out, out of that whole sentence. I said, hey, I'm a big fan. But if they... Somebody's make... trying to get a family threesome. <laughs> well, for, yeah. For those that don't know, they're identical twins. If they make out... If they go each other, is that masturbating or incest? Wow, that's really cool. It's a, it's a modern philosoph- philosophical question. Well... But it's like you like it's like when you. I'm sure you do it when you do it into the mirror. What's the difference? <laughs> I think we're analysing. Uh, <laughs> same with that, doctor. That's just really good on two levels. <laughs> <laughs> I no. Well, the point is, these two chicks would pass all the time. One of my mates was talking like a couple. Of, we were all talking a couple of friends, and we're like, and I was like, it's ah, pretty sweet couple of chicks making out. I'm a simple man. And he turns around and he goes, nah, it's messed up. My other mate goes, why is it messed up? He's like, dude, they're sisters. And the other guy goes, yeah, but they're not your sisters. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's a fair statement. But how, how I'm a I, simple man. We know we've established that. I'm very glad we. Were, I'm glad we cut out the pedophilia stuff. <laughs> just, 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 just keep, keep, keep it PG, you know. Yeah. But get to the highbrow stuff. Get to the highbrow incest. Yeah, it's great. But you've also got other issues with Kings of Leon, Keisty, other than them being brothers. And 
Oh, they're just rubbish. Like, mad sellouts. Just, mad sellouts. I don't know if the sellouts. They're just, just horrible. They make me lost, angry. Like, their first album's okay. It's not great. But Sex is on Fire. That, the, see that Sex is on Fire? That's another Hottest 100 song. That topped it. Yeah, since 2000. Because music was good. Now music is crap. Yes! Andrew Barnett, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, pretty fly for a white guy. I don't have an issue with that. It's punk. It's shit. It's really punk. I love... I love Offspring. Offspring, Americana, not Americana, Ixnan wow, Ombre Americana. and Smash are two awesome albums. But Americana, they should apologise for and refund everyone. You should apologise for your face. <laughs> you should apologise for your act, Seizure Kaiser. I have been in time. Yes, and the three people that saw it are still in therapy. No, Offspring, Americana. Well, that's your escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> no, see what Offspring's doing? Tearing acquaintances apart. No, but I think Offspring, Ixnan... Yeah. <laughs> We've stumped right. Subtle- I hope that subtlety wasn't missed by anyone. How about we get back to busting Kirstie's balls here? Offspring are punk. There's nothing yeah. more punk than a fucking $800,000 budget for a video. <laughs> Jesus no, Christ. No, 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 no. Oh, Lester's bought his boxing gloves tonight, ladies and did gentlemen. You see, did you see the video that Blink-182 got 500 grand to make a video? Did you see what they did? No. Is that their the nurse or something? They walked out to the street... They went and threw money everywhere. They went and gave bums money, gave them, like, pimped them out in mad suits, did everything at the end. Of the- they went and bought a TV, walked outside with the TV, took it out of the box with a bat that they just bought from a sports shop and broke the TV out the front of the, out the, front of the uh, TV store. At the end of it, they still got money left over. They got a Mazda MX-5, hoisted it up on a crane and dropped it on its face for no other reason than just to spend the money. That's punk. If that's not punk... Then you don't know what punk is. Bang. That's Write ja- that down. It's jackass. I, I don't know if that's punk so much as consumer confidence. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we were going to get anybody smart on the show. What about the smart? <laughs> we got a cover. We got a cover. We got a cover. But, Lester, you mentioned the Sex Pistols. Like, why did you bring them up before? Well, they're the genuine punk artists. No, see, so I think they're, manufac- they're manufactured. Mate. I think you want original. What, that, that, that were the what's first. the band from Strand? Who sings Stranded? The Saints. The Saints. Yeah, that's They're the original punks. What? Death. what? Death. Talking to the mic, Josh. Oh, sorry. What about Death? They Death. did punk before the actual term punk was invented. Are you talking about the band that appeared on Saturday Night Live in the late seventies? Yes. No. The Ramones were in the early 70s before that. Saints. Punk's been around for... for yeah. Wow, how about the, the leading world. question just to try and make the uneducated kid <laughs> feel stupid? <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's because I, you know, I, death, death were a John Belushi's pet project. They appeared on Saturday Night no, Live. No, 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 not that death. death. What? No, 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 Death Mark 2. It's like BAD 2, remember? Oh, my God, that was so much better than BAD. Funny case too. Anyway, uh, there was a documentary a that came out. Josh, Josh, Josh has seen this documentary about a band called Death, and it's yeah. a black punk band that were banned from everything. Do you mean they were? But black? is this is this yeah. the ones that were they on Saturday Night Live? They were going to be on Saturday Night Live, and they never did. No, because there's a band yeah. called Death that Belushi bought on. Yeah, it wasn't there. It wasn't there. No, no. But yeah, but they're still not. They don't. The Ramones predate them. I've got a feeling Blue, she was too big a fan of death. <laughs> <laughs> Just quietly. But hey, there you go. One, a out, one out of three. One out of 30. Yay. <laughs> such a pity his brother didn't have the same interest. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's seen a quarter to Jim praise for death. <laughs> really? Yeah. Great. Love it. Fuck you, get what high show? a lot. According to Jim. Really? Yeah. 
We've got to cut down on his pot consumption. According to Jim's rich syndication, that's how fucking popular it is. It's like 100 plus episodes. It's... What does syndication mean? It means you've hit 100 episodes. It means they can sell it and replay it. So you can it means you make a squillion dollars like Seinfeld. That's why, that's why TV shows generally go to seven seasons because seven times 20 gets you over the mark and... And you get to well, six times twenty would as well. Right? <laughs> wow, I didn't know there was five well, people on the show. Close. Um, so, so I think uh, it's it's a roundabout, like because you know pilot seasons go for about ten or tables. yeah. Okay. How many seasons did I? Ro- oh, sorry. I think we should uh, explain more than your TV show, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got me. Is it made? To- Actually, no, they repeated it recently. Did you get a little? Commission yeah, no, check? we're allowed. We're, they're allowed. They bought it. You're allowed to watch it three times. Oh, so I hope everyone here has watched it at least three times. I have. I masturbate a lot. <laughs> Special comments, Jasmine. Jasmine she believes she's got it. Him. She's got it. She believes it. No, I like a great show. Nice. She's seen my wedding ring. <laughs> so there's no chance of I rock too. But I think I think it's <laughs> wow. That, just I think that was, a, was that a rhetorical question? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So who was no, the most famous guest on on I rock? Yeah, Tim Rogers. I think oh, I love Timmy. Yeah, he's coming up on the Rock and podcast. roll. See, it, um, Tim supported Oasis. Loved them. Really? Yep. Yeah. Um, 97. Probably loved the paint. Scent. I yeah, was there, that's, 18. That's the problem, is that Tim Rogers, who's amazing and a kick-ass Australian fucking legend and doing rock and roll the right way and getting his talent and being amazing with his talent, he has to support some two-bit chumps like Oasis. <laughs> it was basically just a fucking sibling rivalry with alcohol involved and somebody picked up a ukulele. Like, that's what happened with Oasis. What a, what a foolish comment. <laughs> From a fool. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. That's no problem. It doesn't mean well, that Oasis aren't that, shit. That was, that was quite witty. Fool on the Hill. That's another reference. I'm like, go through the songs, man. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Wonderwall. Wonder shits me up the wall. That's no, no, no. no. That, did, that did get number one in the hottest 100 of there all time. There we go. Of all time, right. Post 2000. Yeah. Bang. The theory stays. Music was cool. It wasn't number one back then. Come out in 95, douche. Yeah, actually, it was about, number eight. In the hottest one, it was about number eight or nine. I looked it up today and I was just like, <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 in 95, oh, yeah, it, they topped it originally, 96, Wonderwall, t- yes, the Doctor has just proven it. Because there's a timeless classic. Well, the Doctor's proven it. <laughs> well, Wonder- the doctor, just one guy in the crowd goes, yeah, that's right, it was number one. Oh, he's proven it. <laughs> well, your theory stands that before 2000, the hottest 100... And music was great, but you've just said the band you hate has topped it. And I think they had a couple in the top ten that year. They had. What they was did it? that whole album. Was, was oh my god! Album? I had a girlfriend who was into that music. I didn't marry her. Enough <laughs> said. <laughs> right. She dodged a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised if I told you who she was. You'd be like, yeah, yeah, she really dodged a bullet. What about Blur then? If you don't like Oasis, what do you think of Blur? Like I'm going. I don't have an issue with Blur. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm one hit wonder. Oh, no, 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 they got tons. Charmless man, it's about you. <laughs> <laughs> Park life, it's about his hobbies. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You bring him back the uh, average now. Eh? That's yeah, he's, he's five now. I'm keeping score for it. Once he warms up and he gets in, he just really it's a slow style. That's the reason. I'm, the big day out this year is coming. Um, and Blur, Pearl Jam. If there's anyone out there in any way can get me a free ticket to the big day out, just info at comedyonedge.com. We'll plug... Dude, all what? the people here, man, you'd have made squillions off this. 
Well, it's been some of your earnings. <laughs> we have listeners, you know. People do listen to the podcast. I know, and they're yeah. all out there. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I'll tell you off. I know someone who does, and I've been dropping hints around them. But yeah, yeah. So okay. if anyone can hook me up with a free big day out ticket, that'll be. I'm, maybe and a child's ticket. I'll take Josh too. Let's talk about Pearl Jam, all right? You know what I reckon you Pearl should do? Pearl Jam. I can, uh, I can, I can drop a, I can drop a hint uh, for somewhere you might be able to get a big day out ticket. It's um, www.tickettech.com. I, <laughs> I don't have look, I don't have money to afford yeah, right, tickets yeah, like yeah. that. I kissed his rider tonight. Well, in that case, www.seek.com. That will get you a job, <laughs> so that you can go to www.tickettech and get yourself a fucking ticket. <laughs> And then stand up with all those prepubescent freaks wearing bad tank tops and trucker hats and fuckwit outfits. And onesies. Lure. Don't forget the onesies. Are they oh, wear, is that what's happening now? Oh, yeah, my God. onesies. At last, last festival I went to, they had uh, they had like a stall that was selling onesies. Really? And I reckon about 50% of the crowd were wearing them. So Worst I was like, crowd worry, ever. Like, Fucking onesies yeah. suck. It's a shit. Onesies. Man, people, people are dickheads though at festivals as well. Like I, I used to have a t-shirt and it's it's gone now. I think I got too fat for it. <laughs> Fuck all y'all Don't make that joke Dickheads uh, And it just said uh, Trucker hats suck Cause trucker hats do suck In case you were wondering Yeah Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry Chris Redburn but, but was this slogan Printed on the back of a onesie because, No it was uh, on the front of my t-shirt right, These right. two dickhead chicks Like I don't know 18, 20 Like young enough That They were drunk illegally, but old enough they knew how to cut their shorts short enough that their pockets hung out the bottom of their denim shorts. And they looked at me, and this chick looks at me, and she goes, and they're laughing together. And the, one, the chick walks over, and she goes, Haha, I love your T-shirt, wearing a trucker hat. I'm like, oh, that's nice. I think your hat's fucked. And she, went, <laughs> and she goes, ah, and ran back to a friend. I'm like, you're not getting it, dickhead. This isn't a joke. Trucker hats are for douchebags. No, was oh, it an hers. Ed Hart? Probably like pink, but camo. Was it an Ed Hardy trucker cap? <laughs> didn't Ed Hardy fade away quick? It was big. Uh, you don't have enough money to afford his shit, so you don't. You don't hang around with people who buy his two hundred dollars t shirts. Well, I mean, two hundred. I thought they were like ten. The story goes that it got counterfeited out of existence. Oh, did it? Thank God. I heard the story was like he was there some racist to this mad spray painter, but he was a massive racist, like he was head of the clan. Yeah, I had that really? Too. Yeah, I thought it was like he was Ku Klux Klan guy, and they're like, and then he launched it all, and then he came and go, "Oh, you bought my stuff. I'm in the Klan, and that's what killed it." Wow, I think it was Von Dutch, wasn't it? Von, yeah, Von, oh yeah, yeah, Von yeah that Von guy Dutch. sounds racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Von Dutch. It's not the sound of music yeah. or fucking uh, <laughs> Hitler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cross between a Nazi and a Boer War kind of veteran or something. It's just bizarre. Yeah, Von Dutch, Ed. Uh, Back to, yeah, yeah, Pearl, yeah, Pearl Jam. Jam. Okay, Pearl Jam, great band. Everyone agrees, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, oh, wait, oh, hang on. This case, you, you know, guys, I uh, hate the corporate world, man. Like, and uh, no, see, oh, no, I'm gonna come argue. to my come to my all phones arena gig and pay six hundred dollars. No, 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 no. In the nineties, like Pearl Barbara Jam, Streisand. Pearl God, Jam that took on Ticketek, and like they couldn't tour. They had to do all that because they wouldn't go to Ticketek because they objected to the booking fee. And in the end, like Ticketek sued them, and they took they fought took them on. Pearl Jam. T- That's not standing up. That's not fighting the corporates. That's asking for more money. There Good is a point. distinction. Absolutely. But he's just a hypocrite, man. But great singer. What yeah, great singer, but a little bit whiny as well. You know what? Anything up to Vitality? Actually, yeah, like halfway ten, through Vitality. Ten halfway verses and halfway yeah, through yeah, Vitality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then they're just yeah. like, you know what? Oi, 
I think we can do anything we fucking want. You guys used to. Be I call cool. it. It's actually. It's actually called the Pearl Jam theory. You get to a point, <laughs> and comedians do it, musicians do it, everybody does it. You get to a point, you go, you know what, oi. Dude, it doesn't matter what you, you the fuck hit. I do. Watch me. I'm just going to do a whole album of me cutting through wood with a chainsaw. Yeah, that's right. And you do it and you yeah. go, this one's a special album. It's $35. You get, you get about halfway through track six on Vitalogy and you go, and you can hear the point where they sold out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. 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 I'm going to just like, oh, no code. There goes, there goes our Sony See, I, record. Yeah. Ching. I would argue. I would argue your theory is more based on Metallica because they got they peaked at the Black Album and then it's been all down. No, they didn't peak I've... at the Black Album. They peaked. Thank you very much at Justice. Well, they yeah. Then they kind You're of... one of those fans. An actual oh, fan? Is that what you mean? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of a little bitch that got on board because then to Sandman made me speed my car three times. <laughs> <laughs> That's gotta, not me. That's a mate of mine. I got to agree. I got to agree with the Pearl Jam theory, but uh, this might be a bit controversial. Uh, if you're not tool. debate. Oh, okay, I thought uh, you got to bring yeah. things down, Cloud. No, no. Tool. I, everyone thinks Tool's like this amazing band. I they're think not. that they're not. I think that's elevated music for goths. It wasn't. Anima, elevated music what, is it Anima, 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 but then, what, became, but then Pearl Jam three Anima. kicks Anima. in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's a, Anima is a good album. Like, yeah. that's a t- that's a classic. And, that, album. and then after it, fucking. I'll say yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you Nine Inch Nails too. They are no, no. They, it's up and down with them. With, no, with he gets yeah. too electricy for me. Yeah, I think if you're Nine Inch Nails and your best song is a Johnny Cash cover, you're in trouble. You know. That's right. That's what he just said. Andrew Barnett says Trent Reznor looks like Keisty and I agree Trent Reznor has been getting very good looking (laughs) no I think uh, no I think uh, like it's it's a bit shitty because um, you look at like Tool and I read an interview and I've never seen them live so if I'm about to say something stupid fuck just I I guarantee you are but (laughs) (laughs) thank you my wife Um, (laughs) no no like they uh, I've read an interview and they're like like I saw a picture on my mate's wall in year 12, 1996, it was amazing. It was an image of uh, uh, Maynard, right? And he's down with a microphone on the edge of stage. His face is painted gold. He's got an inverted cross on his forehead. And he's just being metal and being hardcore. And in the face of people in the crowd, it's like, wow, this will be the most amazing shit I've ever seen, right? And then I read this interview, and they're like, so why do you stand... In a foursome, and the way they set up their gig is the two guitarists down the front, drummer up the back, and a vocalist up the back. So it's like a square, and he's like, it's because, oh, the voice is just part of the instrument. We're a four-man band, the guitar, the bass, the drum, the vocal, they're all just instruments. It's like, you're a fucking arrogant prick, you're a selfish motherfucker, and people come to see a front man rip the shit out of it and go nuts, and you're up the back going, oh, the art, the art, the art. Like, take your art and fuck off and just make it about me <laughs> wanting to come to your show, rock the fuck out with some lasers, some excitement, and make me want to get you to be at the Comedy on Edge musical festival <laughs> because that's what, you know what I mean? That's what I want to see. I want to see a rock show. That's why I like Blink-182. And Blink-182 Blink come out, they jump off the stage, they run around like idiots. So, if so they Casey, got a chance, they'll so pull Casey. their dick out. Like, vitriol, like... Uh, Blue Juice. Blue Juice are like, come on stage, dance with us, be a nutbag. These guys are like, oh, we're so precious, our music is so amazing. Actually... We work so hard, we're going to stand around and just go, it's, uh, 
and, and come and see a fuck that. Actually, this will piss you off even more. Uh, now he stands behind a white screen and sings from behind the white screen. If he wasn't good yeah. at judo and shit, I'd punch the fuck out of that guy. <laughs> I haven't yeah. been in a fight since 90. I reckon, I, reckon we, I reckon we've gotten and to the bottom of we've gotten to the bottom of of, uh, of of Casey's theory about after two thousand. It's like at that point, I think the delusion that all music was about him kind of dissipated. It's yeah. just after that he was uh, after that he was like, oh, it's not about me. Who's this? Casey? Oh, right. Yeah. Less <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone famous. <laughs> uh, Daft Punk. I saw a photo of him on Mars. Pills you're on, and I was <laughs> really does. Around the world. Daft Punk are interesting. The That's the world. most ambiguous statement yeah, I've ever heard right. in my life. What about Daft Punk? They're interesting. <laughs> if we're going that whole Somebody thing about Tool, uh, you know, standing behind the thing and not doing about the music. I mean, not doing about the show, it's about the music. Daft Punk hide behind the... No, the no, there's, no, no, yeah. I can't. Daft Punk are a good live show. They put on lasers and all that yeah. shit. The but, ones are the worst, the Chemical Brothers. Oh, they yeah. were the big yeah. day out and it was pretty much get on stage, press record, we're standing here because they mean, can't I mean, do their fucking show press live. Play. You mean press yeah, play. play. Mark, well, they sh- press pause because the festival stopped. To be fair, Mark, you don't do pills, do you? No. No, no, no. It's not the So the you music. shouldn't even be into Chemical Brothers in the first they place. They were on the main stage of the big day out, not the boiler room with the pills. They're on the main stage. Oh, because the pills are the only place. The, the boiler room's the only place people are doing pills. No, no, no. The, How old are you? The Chemical You're another 13 year old kid, right there. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying. Well, that's new management. If new management, if you get the Chemical Brothers, put them in the fucking boiler room, not on the main stage. I've got to say, about Chemicals, they were catchy on the radio, you know. Yeah, hey no, boy, I'm hey not girl. saying their music is Chemical good, Brothers or but Chemicals? live, they just they can't. <laughs> like when Fatboy Slim does his show live, he re, he like he sits there and scratches, he mixes stuff in. Where, but the Chemical Brothers, they just have this pre-made shitty music. I don't give a fuck about DJs. Yeah, I don't either. But we just yeah, that music is crap. Guitar. Well, that's man. the problem, man. Okay, here's the problem. Right here is that like the nineties were identified by what? Like grunge, right? Yeah. That's and gangster rap. Wow. Crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Was that really <laughs> that really the nineties? I was listening to that in year f- I was listening to Ice T in year five, which makes it eighty nine. So fuck you, that shit was large. What were you like twelve? Come on. Uh, NWA, NWA was nineties, it didn't exist before the nineties. <laughs> Didn't get big before they were underground before they came out with Straight Out of Compton. So fuck you. They were still doing yeah, shows. The, fir- the, fir- somewhere the in message the hood. by um, Grandmaster Flash. That was early eighties. That was early eighties. The point yeah. is, like, well, that's why that Sugar Hill Gang was like seventy fucking nine or something. Yeah, it's like uh, bragging about like color TVs and shit. <laughs> so eighties, eighties though. Eighties had like disco, right? I, I don't know this. I'm asking the for 70s. help. 70s was disco. So Early 70s was disco. 80s, yeah. So what was 80s then? S- S- 70s, 70s was Debbie Harry's... Uh, synthesizer. Yeah, synthesizer. It was um, wrote, um, fucking New like Age. John Farnham Rennes. did one fucked up song and now it's synthesizer of the whole decade. <laughs> no, there was more than a few songs with synthesizer in the 80s. Okay, it? cool. Just a few. I Duran, Duran. I think he's going to love this podcast. Yeah, Gen Y followers. What? <laughs> no, because Gen Y, that's the point. Gen Y can suck my dick. It gets a 2000 and something. And what is it? It's the decade of the covers. And it's not the decade of the covers. It's the decade of the remix covers. Man, I know why Kurt Cobain shot himself. Because he heard what the <laughs> fuck they were going to do with lithium in 10 years. <laughs> Who's covered lithium? Yeah, tr- fucking treat It got dance acted. You're fucking kidding. Have you guys never Give worked me a in sh- a club before and done pills? Give me a shotgun. No, I think, I think what happened... No, yeah, exactly. Oh, Courtney owns no, the no, rest that, of it. That's exactly. shit. She'd sell anything in a heartbeat. Like, and, 
Oh, she got shitty when the Muppets covered um, Teen Spirit in the movie. She caught in love. But I'll tell what? You oh, them's fighting words. Jasmine Langdon, Teen Spirit. Nirvana, Nirvana are untouchable. I'm not. Actually, speaking of Offspring, they're the only, they're one of the few bands that refused um, Weird Al to cover. He wanted to cover Come Out and Play, call it Laundry Day, and they said no. Did he? Yeah, but he, they wouldn't let him do Come Out and Play. He wouldn't. He wouldn't sign the rights away. Yeah, yeah, they got some. They got some respect. They wouldn't let him cover Come Out and Play, but pretty fly for your white guy. Even they were like, you know what? It's pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> Weird Al can probably make this a little better. Yeah, I mean, you have to respect Weird Al. He's been like 30 years in the, in the covering game and like still carving up. Hey, so I think it's great what he does. Well, you know you like dick, Seizure. That's, <laughs> that's quite kind of given, yeah. He likes Richard Well, yes, actually. I, we, earlier this year, Seizure, Josh and myself, we went and saw Offspring. What do you think, Josh? Oh, man, I've been loving Offspring since I was young, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we, we, we saw them. Every, everyone, still young. Everyone's got to listen to the story, right? Josh has never been to Offspring, uh, was into Offspring at all. We took him to the concert, and the only reason he started enjoying it was because, finish the story. No, I knew uh, Pretty Fly for a White Guy and, <laughs> uh, and that other one from Crazy Taxi. No, no, no bear, bear in mind that we went to see them play their first album which you wouldn't have ever have yeah, heard no, of. Tight. Then they did the greatest hits afterwards. Yeah, I was like squashed in the mosh pit right up top and I ended up catching a Dexter's pick. So I grabbed that and these girls wanted us to take a picture of them. And she starts chatting me up saying, oh, how long have you liked Offspring? I was like, looked quickly around. I was like, I've been loving them since I was a kid, you know, brought up with them. Yeah, and that was pretty much the story. Tell me you banged that chick. <laughs> This is a sad thing. He kept looking at us to, for approval. He's like, do we, do we keep talking to him? It's like, just keep going. Just fucking go. He was in. He was in, and he just, he fucked it up. Because he's like, I'm going to stand over here now. I'd like to make a public service announcement. If, at any stage, any of the Comedy on Edge podcast listeners ever find themselves in a situation where they're looking to seizure for approval, <laughs> just borrow a gun, <laughs> shoot yourself in the head. Kurt Cobain style. Go fuck yourself. That was worth great. Great back. job, Captain Comeback. <laughs> I, I have to say, on, on Josh's story, I have to say that's probably one of the first times that anybody's actually gotten like like in, as Zizia puts it, uh, talking about offspring on the first on the first conversation. <laughs> it's a killer concept. Josh yeah. Cohen okay, is a not very the band charismatic ladies' man. That's a fact. You, you're watching <laughs> chicks style up to him all the time at comedy all the time, and I'm just like, fucking teach me, Yoda. <laughs> it's the same height. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's obviously not words that you woo them with, Josh. <laughs> Just the looks. Just the it's the a shame looks. this is a podcast. Ladies. Just the looks. Okay, for those who are listening at home. <laughs> I'm yeah. dead serious. He carves up at fucking comedy gigs. Chicks come to him. He doesn't even pick them up. Yeah, you know why? Cause usually because he's, he's on, on the stage. sound and they're like, sir, can you turn he's, the He isn't bombing out? like us on stage and like yeah. embarrassing himself. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't put us into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking amazing. Just put Kisty up there. Yeah, I, mean, I made like four people laugh. <laughs> that, that's Tonight. all there is in the audience when you're up on stage. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big seller. <laughs> Tell us about the acoustic flying V. I love that guitar. Uh, it's a flying V. It's acoustic. Yeah, more. Where'd you get it? Uh, Guitar Factory Paramatic. Can I give a shout out to the boys? Of course. Those guys. I'll tell you, Guitar Factory. I'll tell you, the boys at Guitar Factory Paramatic, they uh, they love it. 
Not only that, but check this out. We used to do a lot of alcohol. <laughs> used to? Oh, uh, yeah, man. We were. Uh, I, I lived in a bachelor pad out at uh, near Parramatta, right? We used to just line up on Friday night and just get, like, basically go, oh, really, only one bottle of whiskey between three of us. Well, then we better get, like, two cases of beer as well and just fucking ride ourselves off. Then bring someone over to drive us to Guitar Factory so we could go there, look at guitars on the Saturday, and then go to Hooters on the way back. Anyway, there's a dude who works at Guitar Factory Parramatta who knew Beck from Hooters. Beck was cute as hell. Bit of a messed up, had a bit of a, like, a double chin, under chin. Like, skinny body, but... Hang on, who's Beck from Hooters? What? Her name was Rebecca, I assume. We called her Beck. That's oh, so, how she introduced okay. herself. She worked at Hooters. So back it up. After you put your job application in, then what? No, no, no. So I'm pretty sure you had to look like a Hasidra or Joss to work in the kitchen there. Um, but the point was... <laughs> no, let's skate over It wasn't that. a let's racist skip. comment. The point was everybody who I ever saw who worked in the kitchen was either Arabic or Indian or... What are you, Josh? <laughs> I don't know. I'm ignorant about what your South background African is. Indian. South African Indian. Yeah. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Wow, talk about personal in-depth issues. Anyway, <laughs> point is, I didn't think I was going to get a job in the kitchen, right? Yeah. That's not racist. It's a fucking observation, Okay, right? yeah, yeah, okay. So you knew Beck from Hooters. And Go all on. the chicks were kind of hot, except for half of them. For some reason, you don't need Hooters to work at Hooters. Ironic and weird, I know. Anyway, this one dude who worked at uh, Guitar Factory Parramatta who sold me the Acoustic Flying V, 450 bucks, $600 on regular price. 450 bucks on sale. That's where I got Great buy. Great buy. Fantastic buy. Only three buy. guitar playing lessons. Also by Dean, who was also the maker of Dimebag Daryl's guitars from Pantera, one of the only great bands with siblings in the band. Thank you very much. Along with Sepultura. And potentially... I'm sorry. Do you mean those two horrendous Italian midget chicks? Fuck you. <laughs> ACDC, oh, yeah. yeah. ACDC. Oh, and I will also I will also give you Crowded House. No, I know. I'm going to disagree. Tim Finn fucked that band. They were better without him. Yeah. Tim Finn's got the thickest hair in fucking music, but... That's no, you what? Is when, Tim the one with thick hair or the other guy? Tim all the other band. When dude. Tim Finn was in Crowded House, the rest of the band wanted to quit. They didn't get along. Oh, well, one guy hung himself year. and all of a sudden Tim's a bad guy. Fuck you, all right? <laughs> They're an amazing Australian New Zealand band. They're better I was at the Tim last Finn. concert, Opera House. Oh, really? I my there. girlfriend went there. Yeah, I was you like, and 200, no, we were gonna go there, but then it got rained out the first night. Uh, no, it didn't. Is this no, the it did. No, no, or he's or right. The next one. No, no, they were gonna do, it and they had to they postpone the it. Yeah, they, they, they did the sound, yeah, sound check that night anyway. That was just as good as the other one. I'm glad I didn't go. That gig were better. It was you and my ass, and and Powderfinger. Powderfinger was on. first opening, then you and my I went to a green spoon at Newcastle Uni, Powderfinger. and he had a megaphone singing into a microphone with some cheerleader pom poms. <laughs> Phil, Phil uh, Jamison. Phil Jamison, best dancer in Australian rock and roll. Loves his ice in the old days. <laughs> oh, in his drinks. <laughs> oh. You're lucky, Lester. I've actually, I remember when I first got to Sydney, I went to the Q bar. And Phil Jamison, oh, it's Phil. And he put, like, sat at his table and, yeah, there was fucking ice everywhere. Got lines of blow everywhere. I thought, this city's great. Hell, he's clean now, which is yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, he's living up on the coast. Well, yeah, he- it got a bit shit. There was a couple of albums I was like, really? Like that latest song, that Passenger one? Don't know it. Yeah, don't bother. Seriously, well, you know that, like, good Bernard Fanny, like, they... Uh, oh, Phil, God, no, Fanny. Phil Jamison Bernard always Fanny. calls... Um, the, um, Powderfinger, Australia's Powderfinger, Live. Or the Australian Eagles yeah. Act. And he always calls Grinspoon Pantera light. 
<laughs> Who does? Yeah, Bernard Fanning calls Grinspoon Pantera light. Wow. Yeah. Nice. That's hey, the best good. compliment in the world. He also, pa- he also said, one, like, what's, his, oh, what's the prick's name? Ben Lee. Um, he also, oh, fuck. Why well, do we Bernard, go back to shit music again? Why well, do we, we talk about good music? Well, because um, Bernard Fanning once called him a precocious cunt. That's fair enough. Yeah. That album, Running With Scissors, I'm like, fucking give him some sharp ones. Like, <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Ben Lee. Best Nasty. thing he ever did was marry that Cigar- chick that cigarettes was... Cigarettes will kill you, not fast Have enough. you noticed her... <laughs> like, Have you noticed set. her career's taken off when she divorced him? Claire Danes. Yeah. Homeland, oh. massive... Yeah. She just ditched the loose. She, she was always hot, but... Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. With makeup Barnett in a weird agrees. kind of way. Clean cut gentleman. That's what, that's You're what we You're single, like. right? Ish. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that doesn't mean there's a dead hooker somewhere in the <laughs> Not dead yet. Yeah. Uh, she hasn't said no. Hence the ish. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure she's okay till 11. What time are we wrapping up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, I think that's any any case. Do you got any gigs coming up? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm going around to Caesar's house to take a shit on his UMI collection because <laughs> the person on the front of it looks like a guy from Oasis. Why? Why would I have that? Why, like that's Mark's collection. Everyone I was just trying that. to yeah, point something out where I can come to your house and fuck funny. you up. Like, when, when are you going to become funny? Like, when is it? <laughs> when are you going to actually have a good com- comment? When? Wow, that's yeah. like the like that, I'm serious. The kettle retarded. What the fuck is that? <laughs> like, well, when are you actually gonna have a, like something that doesn't sound stupid for once? Like, actually intelligent to say. Really? There's nothing yeah. like pithy satire, is there, Caesar? <laughs> I've got intelligent jokes. Hang on, let me think of one. No, I don't. I've got dick jokes and I get laughs. So, uh, anyway. Well, that one just sent. That's more than you've got. So, Casey, but, uh, follow you on Twitter at. Uh, at Jay Casey, I looked that up. After our last meeting. Hey, at uh, I'm doing... It's J-K-E-A-S-T-Y. Word. Josh, I'm doing, at- a, I'm doing a gig. Uh, I'm doing a gig somewhere soon. You shouldn't look on Twitter because you won't find me. But, uh, man, look around. Street press, I'm large. You're large. <laughs> By that, I mean overweight. <laughs> <laughs> we figured, we figured. Josh, you're on Twitter at... Hungry underscore dude. Sweet. And you can be heard doing the sound at the comedy store. Comedy store. Until they sack you. Yeah, I'm on the new Ian Bag podcast. You want to check that out? Yeah. Listen to it, ladies. It's a really fun Ian Bag who's also been on our podcast. I'm sorry. Hungry underscore dude? (laughs) (laughs) Did that not get a fucking blink of anybody? (laughs) I was like, oh yeah, he's a hungry dude. It's like, the guy's five foot one. How the fuck (laughs) is he hungry? Eat more, dickhead. Like, come on. Josh. Have you not seen his one kilo burrito challenge that he did? Josh's favorite show is Man vs. Food, and he wants to do that challenge. He ate a one kilo burrito. One once. kilo burrito is a metaphor, right? No, no. It's no. <laughs> <laughs> what seizures Metaphor, ta- motherfucker. There's a smart joke for you. <laughs> one kilo. Yeah. One kilo. Bur- one kilo burrito is what seizures got tattooed above his cock. Uh, what a disappointment. There. Yeah. It wasn't worth it. Yeah, well, he, he did highbrow with metaphor. I had someone had to keep it lowbrow. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, you're on Twitter at yes at Ryan the Crawford, the Crawford T H E. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thank you guys for listening to Comedy on Edge podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we forgot Lester. Les, Lester, you've got more Twitter followers than anyone. Am I on Twitter? I'm the most annoying man on social media. Really? Worldwide. 
Do I not follow you? Because you don't annoy me. You seem quite. Uh, I, think you, I think you do follow me, actually. Really? You, you only tweet like once a millennia, so like. Oh, yeah, you're one of those tweet freaks, right? Yeah, but I cut down. I cut down because I, I, I had an intervention. I saw you. I saw you at a gig, and you tweeted like six <laughs> times while I was on stage, and I was on stage for seven minutes. <laughs> And you were saying, like, yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, great job. Like, you're not even fucking listening. There's more tweets than there is jokes. Nice comment, Keisty. But um, catch me at... <laughs> catch me at Lester Diamond 28 if you like Phil Spector jokes. <laughs> Who doesn't like <laughs> Phil Spector jokes? Well, ladies and gentlemen, massive round. Thank you guys for coming out to the podcast. If you listen to this on iTunes, give us five stars. It really helps us out. And if anyone's got a spare big day out ticket... Tweet me at M underscore W underscore OH. Thank you guys for coming out. And if, and and if you've got a spare sound wave ticket, I'll take that as long as Blink-182 are coming. Do No, they're I don't not. need to no, go green to Soundwave then. Living Colour and Green Day. Living yeah. Colour? Living Colour. What the fuck are they? Yeah, actually... I thought I read it. I thought it was in Living Colour. I thought sure, the yeah. Wayans Brothers <laughs> would come. There you go. If anyone could hook us up with Soundwave and Big Day Out tickets, me and Keith Steele, we'll all appreciate appreciate it. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to Comedy on Edge podcast. The only thing, Dave's gone, so I guess Josh hit the music. Yeah.